It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... In Soviet Florida, porn fucks you. FDA wants less tasty hand sanitizer. Don't worry, Lysol is keeping its mouth-watering recipe. She had man hands. Swedish chicken shits assembled with an Allen wrench. U.S. rules against AI over patents. I bet this makes Zuckerberg's emotion chip real nervous. And Tokyo Aquarium asked public to FaceTime shy eels under the lockdown. Yeah, but are they staying six fathoms apart? Please make sure you text them before you FaceTime so that they're, you know, mentally prepared. Well, they don't use Zoom because they're afraid of data sharks getting their passwords. Oh, that's scary. It's... (laughs) I don't know. I assume that's the noise a a eel makes. Okay. I assume that was a a shark noise. But I think Uh, we don't really... We don't really know what noise sharks make because they're underwater the whole time. But they have deeper voices. They're bigger. (laughs) But we know what whales say. They go, fly me to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Old Eddie joke there. That's good. That's good. Eddie Izzard, (laughs) not a sponsor. I was listening to him the other day. Uh, I had some old CDs that I've put on iTunes, and I was just going through my list on iTunes and just... Because I have nothing else to do, I'm playing from the top to the bottom of my iTunes. Yeah. And so I hit the E's, and there he was. Do you remember iTunes Match? No. So it was this thing that happened before Apple Music where if you had your own audio files, iTunes would match those files with like their high quality format so even if you downloaded them from Kazaa decades ago you would still be able to listen to them in the higher quality version really if it was in your library which is iTunes would match it with the highest quality it had it was huh. great it was a great idea I loved it um, but I, I kind of stopped using it once I converted to Spotify and I think they kind of phased it out but it was a great idea huh interesting because yeah, also I... if you had like your own CDs that you you know uploaded yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, ripped or whatever they call it to your your computer a while ago. It would in in well, if it was lower quality, it would have higher quality. Is what I'm saying. I mean, it was a great idea. I've got a few CDs that like they've been through the ringer apparently. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's a few tracks on them that either the whole track wouldn't load or there's like this distortion. Yeah. In it, so I don't have a good copy of it anymore. So. Yeah. Whoops, my CD just skipped, and everyone just heard you let run one rip. (laughs) Eminem is back in the news again, by the way. Oh, is he? His his house got broken into. Peanut or regular? (laughs) I'm talking about Slim Shady. I haven't tried that flavor. His house got broken into by a dude. By a dude? Was it Stan? Nope, but listen, (laughs) Eminem subdued him... Both verbally and physically is what the news story said. I, I we don't have this on on the the pod this week, but verbally, did he like lull him with his like dulcet tunes? I think he wrapped him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been doing that for years. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Jason, how was your week, buddy? I oh, miss you know. you know. I miss you. Do you know that I miss you? Have I said that yet? I mean, aim better. <laughs> I, I will say I miss doing this in person. It's much better. We can, like, we we go through these collaborative processes before the show, yeah. and 
it's it's fine. We're doing it. It's working. But it's better when we're both right here and we can just, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, something about working? in person. What's that? Is it working? You think? I I thought we came up with some. I wouldn't say good jokes, but good yeah, for they're us. Mediocre. Jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there there are level of jokes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, we're not going to get the Nobel Prize or the Noble Prize, as Trump said, uh, for any of our jokes. I love but, a good uh, Nobel Prize. Very noble. A noble collection. I do love the Nobel Prize uh, for comedy, though. I think it's great <laughs> that they give it away every year. Uh, there was something. Ah, the New Yorker posted something about Governor Whitmer annoyingly forcing Michiganders to stay alive. That <laughs> <laughs> was like nice. That's good. That is good. Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah, because we got our nut jobs here. And yeah. uh, what a what a nasty woman. Okay, what a nasty woman. Uh, he tweeted about it and was like, "They need to. Uh, she needs to sit down with them and hear them and compromise with them." Uh, George Takei posted a thing and it said, "Sorry, we don't." Uh, negotiate with terrorists. So. <laughs> That's good. I think it's very close to terrorism, if you ask me. Absolutely, yeah. There's having, a very fine having line. Armed, yeah. Having armed people sitting in the gallery uh, as congressmen and senators are voting, like that seems like intimidation to me. That's that that could have terrible, gone right? so much more differently. That could have been the start of a war, I think, right? Is, isn't that what least, they wanted? Uh, I don't know if it would start a war necessarily but it definitely would spark some like political upheaval i think a lot of those people that had the guns were just wishing someone would fire a shot just wishing they would oh yeah 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 like you know they they want to show how big their dicks really are because <laughs> right. they're packing little tiny peckers <laughs> little tiny peckers peter piper peck picked a pack of or well he peter? he wouldn't have picked a he wouldn't have picked any of their peckers because he has to wait for them to grow a little more. <laughs> like, nope, this I one would needs say to Peter Piper um, picked a pecker. Uh, I forget. I had something <laughs> and I forgot. Forget it. Uh, so, yeah, nothing big going on in our house this week. Um, I don't know. Probably a little more cabin thievery than usual. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm everyone's just kind of feeling it this week for some reason as the like, weather you, gets better every day the weather gets better i get more cabin fevery yeah i mean we took the dogs out for a walk and our daughter did you know she bikes while we do that so the, the younger one or the old one uh the younger one oh, okay uh the older one lives in her own house oh yeah uh, so uh so she did that and you know so we got out of the house a little bit i went out and sprayed down the dandelions with some weed killer so oh okay we're the only house in the entire street with a very robust dandelion crop. Really? Yes. And I feel everyone's like, no, these motherfuckers here. And like, I know there's a few dandelions in our neighbor's yard and they like work really hard on their yard. And so I'm sure they're like pissed off. Oh, they're... because they're the result of your dandelions. Oh, exactly. oh no. <laughs> so I sprayed them all down. It, at first I was like, oh, I don't think this worked. And then after two days I was like, oh, nope, they're, they're going. It's working. So, so there was a bunny outside of in back of my apartment, and he was mm-hmm. he was eating the dandelions. I, we've got a lot of bunnies, and they just are not eating these dandelions, I think man. They need to get more bunnies. 
We have a lot of bunnies. Really? Like big fat fuckers too. Like <laughs> they're getting their food from somewhere else. Yeah, not not like you know they they definitely aren't like ballet bunnies, thin little things with you know beefy oh, yeah. legs. But no, these are like fat motherfucking. I eat at McDonald's and supersize it kind of bunnies. <laughs> Twenty piece McNugget bunnies. <laughs> uh, can I supersize my dandelions? <laughs> so the bunny it. It grabbed the dandelion by the end of the stem. I watched it, mm-hmm. and it nibbled all the way through the stem. And I thought maybe it's just going to eat the stem, leave the flower. No, nope, ate the flower too. Ate the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, we I saw a bunny out there this just this evening. Yeah, wasn't eating any of the dandelions. Wow, probably because you sprayed poison on them. <laughs> well, he was tell. eating other things that I sprayed poison on. So Ooh, that's not good. Well, so you know, I'm sure something's going to eat it. Anecdotally. Coyotes or- Cats. We got a stray cat that comes and marks on one of our bushes, which now makes sense as to why the dog is so obsessed with that bush. Oh, yeah. He wants to eat that bush. <laughs> he pees on it, too. <laughs> Gross. So anecdotally, uh, <laughs> I think I heard one time that dandelions were brought to the United States on purpose because you can eat them. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I know you can eat them. I remember my second grade teacher uh, had us go pick some, and then she cooked them in class. We ate them. Really? Did not enjoy that. We also <laughs> Why did tapped- she cook them? Nah, she brought in like a hot plate or something. You could eat dandelion greens. like you. They put dandelion greens in salads these days. I, I believe I've seen some. They'll even tell you. Not the flowers, uh, but then you can drink yeah, uh, dandelion tea, and apparently <laughs> that'll make you shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just what I've always wanted. Uh <laughs> My second grade teacher also, we tapped a maple tree in the dentist office next to our school, and then she turned it into syrup, maple syrup. I Tasted like, like shit. Really? I feel like the dentist uh, would be against all syrups. You would think. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a real estate. I don't know. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was like 1987 or something. It was quite a, quite a while ago. My dream As is, the crow flies. is to have a property with some maple trees on it and tap the fuck out of those things. I am not a fan of maple syrup. I don't. I don't think it, I don't like the flavor. I can't even with you. It's it's not good. The all right. So Zingerman's Roadhouse, they use a maple syrup that yeah. I do enjoy. Okay, what kind of syrup do you like? Uh, I don't use a lot of syrup to be honest. What like if you buy syrup at the store? What kind of syrup do you get? My wife likes log cabin, so we get log cabin. Log cabin is good. Aunt Jemima's is very buttery. It's very good. Uh, I was a big fan of Mrs. Buttersworth most of my life. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, However, I haven't had it in a long time. We've been doing log cabin for years, mostly because you can get it in bulk at Costco. Okay, not a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. So I just refill a smaller bottle, and. Then we got like the bulk underneath. And so we've just been doing that for years and years and years. And a few months ago, I bought some Mrs. Buttersworth because I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to get some, you know, syrup that I like. <laughs> it was way too sweet. Too or sweet? Or buttery. I don't know. It was something. Man, okay. So here's the thing. Log, well, I guess log cabin maybe not be the thing. But you are, you like things that like <laughs> cost a lot of money. Not that other people don't. Log Cabin, I don't think, is a super expensive syrup. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Log Cabin seems very, very bargain basement for you. 
Like I, you don't eat food. Well, your wife doesn't eat food from a can, right? Uh, I believe we determined that wasn't necessarily true because we figured out some things that well, she does eat. That that's come what she can. tells people. And that was well, what she told me. <laughs> and then I think she mostly means like, you know, canned corn or canned beans or right, right. soup. I'm just I'm just surprised that you don't like the most expensive type of syrup, which is like maple syrup. Well, I don't eat things that are expensive and like them because they are expensive. You just eat things because you like them. And I so I feel kind of bad sometimes. Because I give you so much shit about the things that you eat. You should just be able to eat whatever you want. Yeah. It's fun. You know what? You're right. Fuck you. You come over to my house and you eat and you're like, that's fucking good. And it's great. And if See? you if you serve so me pancakes up, and you gave me log cabin syrup, I'd be very happy with them. But it just surprises me that so you what won't. Kind of, what kind of syrup do you like? I, I enjoy a good, I like log cabin. I like Mrs. Butterworth's. I Here's like the thing. Um, maple, maple syrup. It has like an aftertaste. Yeah, the like maple un- flavor. No, an unpleasant, like, I don't know what the right word is, bitter, sour, I don't know, something. You think it's moosey? Chemi- chemically? I don't chemically. know, something something that does not taste good. Hmm. I don't like it. I like all types of syrup. I'll take an like- apple syrup, you know? Mm, no, thanks. The boysenberry, I love the boysenberry syrup. Or No, no nope. what is the, uh, what is that like berry type syrup they had at, have at IHOP? Elderberry? And elderberry. I think it's no, I think it's boysenberry. I think they have both, actually. Really? I like that, uh, well, too. That's good. Well, we'll have to have someone go to IHOP and find out. Well, not me. <laughs> IHOP has a big, one of those big uh, inflatable, like, hot air balloon things on top of the thing that says, we're open. I'm like, go I saw fuck that. yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> good for you. I'm not going to you. I'm going to get okay. First of all, from Meyer. <laughs> they're open, but they're open you to take takeout like you're not uh-huh. sitting in their dining room so what you're gonna take home like pancakes that's my thing i can make they're pancakes be, so easily yeah. at home they're why would so i go to ihop you know what gets me is people who get the pancake mix that you just put water in they shake it it's like dude it takes five seconds to make pancakes with just like flour and shit it's like five seconds <sighs> i like that why are you bought it why are you buying that shitty ass garbage that shitty. makes it's horrible? It makes no. tough, nasty pancakes. Only if you overmix it. If you just barely mix it, it makes shitty, flavorless t- pancakes. It takes two seconds. I add, I add some stuff to it. I trailer bomb it. So there's a there's a phenomenon if that I like wait, to no, use. No, no, no. If you're adding stuff to it, just make your own damn pancakes. <laughs> it's not that. Cup and a quarter flour, quarter cup of sugar, pinch of salt, egg, cup and a quarter buttermilk. Oh, okay. So I don't have table, buttermilk. Table, ta- fine. That's if you the don't thing. have buttermilk, fine. No buttermilk, regular milk. I think buttermilk will make a fluffier, nicer pancake. I agree. If you don't have buttermilk, regular milk, fine. Uh, tablespoon of baking soda, tablespoon baking powder. You are done. Oh, wait, no, Hoenn. Quarter cup of, uh, of oil. You are done. That's it. What a quarter cup of it's oil. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, okay, what about what about the vanilla? What about the sugar? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some vanilla. I said sugar. I said a quarter cup of sugar. A quarter cup? Yes. You're crazy. No. Have you had my pancakes? No. They're I'm just I'm completely bullshitting you right now. I, I don't know how to make I so I, I buy the the mix with you just mix it with water and I like them. And my daughter likes them. So what does it matter? 
why make something that's only okay when this you can make I'm something saying. that's delicious? Okay, I'm so sorry. Please go to sleep. <laughs> Scolded by your producer there. Good night. So this is what you're saying. What is what you're saying? What I'm saying is you don't you don't like the 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 box mix with because the water. Because it tastes bad. But you you you'll you'll eat the log cabin syrup with it. Well, I'm oh, going to have geez. log cabin syrup with it regardless. Oh, I don't know. Okay. So why would I eat log cabin syrup on a shitty pancake when I can eat log cabin syrup on a and like I said, I don't use a ton of syrup in my pancake. <laughs> I love how my daughter had to come out and chastise me just now. <laughs> I heard you say, fuck that. <laughs> she did. I know she did because I said it loud. Okay, so I, so the, our listeners do not know this because we went back and we recorded, but I, I have a problem with accidentally saying my daughter's name. I don't know how, on the podcast, I mean, I don't know how it would be bad. I just don't want to say my kid's name on the podcast yes. for whatever reason doxing or whatever but i said it and i said it twice last week (laughs) and i said it again this week and i screamed the f word at the top of my lungs because i don't want to say my kid's name that's all Mm -hmm. all right and then she heard you and then she heard me and came out yeah yeah so that's why she came out how was your week well my daughter is here uh, as she I heard. Is, as she is, you know, half the week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she has been watching uh, a lot of YouTube videos. Okay. So I work Monday through Friday, like 9 to like, 5.30. Like most people. Mm-hmm. Like most people, yeah, yeah. Well, these days, maybe not most people. <laughs> like but many I work. people. Yeah. And so she's here. And so she... I'm working, and so she kind of has, like, free reign of the house so she can watch. She's got the iPad, and she's got the TV and stuff, and she can watch whatever she wants. So she watches these YouTube videos that I absolutely do not like at all. So, I, Jason, I know you watch a lot of YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, not so much anymore, actually. Really? But- Interesting. So, uh, I, so I, have a th- I have a problem with people that got rich off of YouTube. Um, And I'm not really sure where that problem comes from. It could be a little jealousy. It could be a little like, oh, they have no talent, but they're still rich. Like what? So, so one of the, one of the channels that she watches um, is this like dad. uh, Like, obviously the dad is in like, quote unquote, control the channel and then like two kids or whatever. And they mm-hmm. get and they always get these gifts. They always say, oh, it's like, who has the biggest tank challenge? And so like the baby gets a little tank and the two kids, the older kids get like bigger tanks they can ride around. And the dad gets the biggest one or whatever. I just, I just hate it so much because I know that all of their money came from YouTube and it seems like it's, it's a very like, uh, I don't know capitalist sort of we're going to buy things and put them on our YouTube channel and the only reason why they can do these things is because they get money from YouTube I can't explain it I just hate it also they're talentless hacks and they're so bad at making these videos the videos are just so bad and they offer no educational value at all except for buying things Hmm. and I just don't like them fair enough there is the 
this one channel that she watches, um, and uh, it's it's called the X, not the Expendables, <laughs> X something. Anyway, it's this dude that started off like making videos for Minecraft or something. Oh, okay. And he made a lot of money on that, and so he's got this house, this giant fucking beautiful house in Texas, and like he and like two of his friends will fill his entire living room with packing peanuts or snow or whatever. They have this, like, stay-in-the-kitchen challenge. And they're just very wasteful and stuff. But they have actually grown on me a bit. Interesting. I don't like them, but they've grown on me. They don't, like, they're they're sort of wholesome, whereas they don't swear. They're, like, in their 20s, I think. They don't swear, and they don't, like talk about inappropriate things whatever but they're they going just, for that broad audience they're going for the broad audience right because they know their audience is a lot of kids i assume but they're just so wasteful and loud and but i don't i guess i don't mind them very much i, don't I think know what i'm trying to say i just hate everything and everyone i feel like current youtube is much different than youtube shut up siri uh <laughs> she said i don't understand i think yeah. uh I feel like current YouTube is different than, say, 2012 YouTube. Yeah. Like, it's, or okay, 2010, yeah, yeah. or, you know, it, I feel like it's a much different place than it used to be. It so. is. And it, the, the fact that YouTube is a place and a community also makes me angry. And I, again, I don't know why that is. I just don't like it. I just, I, I that's the old part of me is like coming out like, you damn kids and you damn YouTube or whatever. How dare you have a community of online people? I people. well, that's the thing. Like to, to get on to get on. Okay, all right. I think maybe I'm a little jealous because I believe I have some talent, and I don't want to say that out loud, even because I know it's I. All of my my anxieties and my entire life, I have thought I have no talent. What am I thinking? I make music, and that's horrible, I think, and I get embarrassed about it. Mm. And I, I'm not funny, but I think I'm funny. And so, and so you're mad people, at YouTube because yes. all these people have figured out that, that it doesn't matter if you have talent. These talentless fucks. Anyway. All they did is have kids, and then they have these really big houses because of the money they got from YouTube, and they have these giant pools and stuff. And like, oh, geez, I just... To be honest, though, that, that kind of... Um, model, yeah, doesn't work anymore the way YouTube works. Well, that's that's a new thing now. Where I guess YouTube changed the algorithm or something <laughs> so that if you're if you're on the YouTube Kids type of app, that you yeah. are making a lot less money now. So or basically, virtually no money. Right. So now they're starting to be like on. more adult oriented. These same channels that were kid oriented are now switching to adult oriented content. Yeah. And it's bad for the children, of course. No. I don't know. You, what I, you gotta do is get into the uh the marble racing. The marble racing. Oh, the marble racing is fantastic. I love this. I love like what you ought to do. I love that <laughs> phrase because that phrase has been uttered for decades, if not centuries. What you ought to do is invest in Apple. What you ought to do is invest in the railroads. What you ought to do is invest in slavery. You know, all those things that have happened where other people are telling people you should invest in something. No, so, sorry, go on for the marble races. 
it's 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 basically um, imagine like Formula One racing, like yeah. with race cars, except it's with marbles. I like it. And, and so they have the, these different, you know, like they have the uh, like the Monaco is it Monaco like the Monaco Grand Prix and you know stuff like that. Uh, and so like they've got these tracks that they put together and every race they'll change it around because it's in a different location it might be you know like china or montreal or japan or you know whatever yeah uh, and they've got these marbles there's i think usually 12 or so um and it's the same marbles in each race and they've got names <laughs> and like they do qualifying runs to see what lineup they'll get in the you know starting zone wow uh, and then they'll run like multiple laps and you'll you'll really get into it amazingly. Uh, my daughter and I have been watching it. We are not a fan of Pink Pearl. Uh, we 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 just don't like her. Uh, <laughs> and right now, there's a very close race at the very top. It's all within a few points. So they've got one final race that uh, just released. We haven't watched it yet um, to find out who's going to win. We're we're a big fan of uh, Sea Turtles. Is uh, one okay. of our marbles really like yeah. and. Uh, there's another one whose name I can't think of at the moment, and uh, I can hear you're getting bored already. So, I'm just I'm still worried about the we'll pink pearl on. and why you don't like the pink pearl. Ah, just a big fat asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. Just don't like pink pearl. That's funny. I call my big fat asshole a pink pearl too. <laughs> uh, well, if uh, you've seen Jeff's pink pearl, send us an email at thehourpod at gmail dot com. Or don't post my picture of my pink pearl on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hour pod. That's right. Save it for Twitter at the hour pod. Hell yeah. <laughs> and if you do, we'll start an Instagram. <laughs> Pearlstagram. <laughs> okay. Before we would start with the episode, I have an announcement. Oh. That there is uh, an hour of bonus content. <laughs> is there? There is, yeah, there's an hour of bonus content because for some reason, unbeknownst to me, we only uploaded 17 minutes of our show last week. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, uh, but if you go back and listen to the previous show, you should get an hour and 17 minutes instead of just 17 minutes. So it's right. not really bonus. It's what we intended to give them. But like a good uh, capitalist, we're saying, you know, 700% more in the same packaging. It's so, all good. Know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you want to listen to the whole episode last week, I don't recommend it, but go back and listen. Um, and I hope we upload more than 17 minutes this week. Indeed. Uh, but speaking of old episodes, Ooh. back in October, episode 66, this we did Halloween a story. Time, right? Yeah, we did that story yeah. about the creepy doll competition at the History Center of Olmstead County in Rochester, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, well, a similar thing is going on right now. Curators at the Yorkshire Museum have launched a search for the world's creepiest object. Uh, their opening bid in this uh, competition was in their collection. It is a third or fourth century hair bun from the burial of a Roman lady still with the jet pins in place. Oh, that is kind of creepy. It is her 2,000-year-old hair. <laughs> Ooh. Well preserved, I, I guess it's. Well, I mean, I guess it's seventeen hundred years old, but you know, whatever. 
Uh, other museums have provided their best offerings, including a German history museum, 17th century plague mass uh, museum in Ontario with a photograph of a creepy clown. Come on, Ontario. That's the best you can do. Uh, the New York Historical Society has the death mask of former U.S. Vice President and Hamilton killer Aaron Burr uh, and many more. So they've got some interesting pictures online of some creepy ass shit that different museums around the world have. Death masks are, I think, very creepy. Yeah, like, oh, he's dead. Let's take a mask of him. Right. Let's pour this stuff on him. Ugh. But all I have to say about this is maybe she died with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> you know, they probably did it because they didn't have straws to have to put in their nose. They oh, just yeah. Slather it down and no problems. Because the straw wasn't invented until like 1987, I think, right? It's a good way to make sure they're dead, too, if you think about it. <laughs> if you're not dead before they put the smothering mask on you, you're dead you're, now. You're, yeah, you're, you're dead now. It's, just, it's the just in case. That's <laughs> how they checked. I have a, and I still have it. My mom bought this for me when I got my first car. It was a little, um, a little bag that was mm-hmm. full of like emergency supplies. It had a flare in it, and like um, an emergency thing of uh, you know, plaster for your death mask. Yeah, and like you know the emergency little triangle or whatever, and it was called a Justin case. Justin, <laughs> Justin case. Mm, just in case. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, speaking of guys named, uh, whatever, a few episodes ago, we had some confusion about some actor who was on Gilmore Girls and One Tree Hill, and we're trying to figure that all out. Uh, in fact, the actor we were thinking of was Chad Michael Murray, who played Tristan on Gilmore Girls and left the show to play Lucas on One Tree Hill. Okay. So there you go. Unrelated, I almost got completely confused with uh, Matt Zucri who played Logan Huntsberger on Gilmore Girls, thinking that was the same guy, because they're just generic white dudes playing preppy rich kids. So Naturally. yeah, yeah. yeah they, they all look alike. Yeah. I'm so glad we did that correction that I don't give one <laughs> shit about. <laughs> well, you can tell that's how far I've gotten in my back listening of uh, podcasts. <laughs> well, obviously so you didn't listen to last week because you weren't like, hey, and I well, did 17 Like minutes. I said, I'm still like three episodes behind. I just don't have as much time to listen to podcasts right now. Well. I'll bet you have time to watch porn. I do not. Really? A business school lecturer, John Peng Zhang, left the University of Miami, uh, Florida, I believe, after the student newspaper, The Miami Hurricane. By That's the way. A little, a little insensitive, insensitive right? Insensitive, yeah. <laughs> the, the, Carol, the hockey team, Carolina Hurricanes, also insensitive, but not not the least sensitive of all the sports names, I think. I mean, I guess since it's about themselves. Mm, I don't know. Okay, so the Miami Hurricane broke the news about an embarrassing gaffe yes, by this professor. professor. He accidentally revealed a porn bookmark on his browser he was sharing with students during a Zoom class. Oh, no. Uh, the bookmark can be seen. Uh, it says Busty College Girls F.U. Uh, it was partially obscured. So it, you know, there's there's a character limit. You can't see all of it. So we don't know which video he was watching, but it had to do with some Busty College Girls. I assume it's like Busty College Girls fun time at the ice cream parlor. Yeah. See, he got he had to leave for no good reason. Right. It was Busty College Girls uh, full after pancake breakfast. Because <laughs> uh, they got real pancakes. Not real the pancakes shitty ones and real maple you, syrup. 
No, no, no. Real maple syrup. You know, maple syrup has like 57 grams of sugar in a serving. Yeah, it's fucking it's syrup. Like, it's like double log cabin. What do you think you're getting when, you, when you're doing syrup? You think you're getting healthy? I'm just, no, healthy I'm just food? saying that maple syrup has far more sugar in it than log cabin. After receiving a complaint through the university's ethics hotline, the incident was investigated by the office of the provost, Title IX investigator, and Miami Herbert Business School. Herbert Business School. (laughs) Really? Really? Yeah, it's a lot like University of Michigan's uh, Dave Business School. The good old Dave Business School. (laughs) Yeah. He's good at business, (laughs) that Dave. The Ian School of Theater. <laughs> the Tanner School of Broadcasting. <laughs> or Grandfather. Uh, the, <laughs> the university can confirm that uh, he has resigned, Mr. Zhang has resigned, and is no longer employed at the University of Miami. I assume that would be Dr. Zhang? Uh, not necessarily. Really? If he's just a lecturer and he's not like a full-on... like. Oh, he's not a professor. He's just a lecturer. Oh, yeah. So maybe not. It's possible. It could be. He could be a doctor. Yeah. It didn't stay in the the article. I assume. Well, how old is he? Also, by the way, we don't know. Uh, see, that's it. They listed his. They didn't list any of that kind of information. They did say that prior to being at the University of Miami, uh, he was at two other universities, but they didn't say how long. Okay. So. Who knows? He could just be a young guy who's looking for someone to date. <laughs> a, a busty college girl, perhaps. Busty college girl. Fun date ideas. <laughs> he's So he's got a girlfriend who's a little larger. So he's like, you know, I don't want to go to like airtime where we have to jump. It might hurt. Yeah. All that jumping up and down. She doesn't have... Uh, a sports bra she might put an eye out it's no good that's true what if so it's something trying to look for something more you know appropriate what if, what if it's something a little less appropriate like busty college girls further gender stereotypes or something like that that would be Ooh, very yes. bad he was it was a research thing he was going to do yeah, for his yeah. business school by the way, the University of Miami aggressively investigates all complaints of inappropriate behavior or sexual harassment, according to a school statement. Uh, a student who posted a TikTok video of the Zoom class said, I felt bad about the attention it was getting. I didn't want him to lose his job. I thought he'd be fine. Sure. You tiktok it. You thought he'd be fine. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Tristan. Uh, a a change.org petition has been launched calling for his reinstatement. Oh, boy. You know, I every time I see change.org petition, something about it just pisses me off. <laughs> I'm mad about YouTube creators. You're mad about change.org petitions. It's it's such armchair activism. Yeah. You're I right. filled out a change.org petition. And it's like they'll petition any fucking thing. <laughs> right. I mean, I bet there's a petition out there to get someone's poop back in their body because it had been abandoned. That happened to me earlier today. Mm. You're going to have to pay child support on that one. There, <laughs> There is a – I forget. So I have a lot of – so I watch a lot of stand-up comedy, and I and sure. I have for a long time. And I don't remember always which comedian it comes from. 
Well, I feel like a lot of the comedians you like are going to be doing sit-down comedy soon. Yeah. But there was a guy, uh, right when Starbucks was becoming famous, he, he said Starbucks coffee should come with a warning on it that says, this coffee will make you shit now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. If you've ever drank any strong coffee. I don't well, drink and coffee. I don't know why that is. You, 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 I don't like the flavor. You drink coffee and you shit is what I'm saying. You oh, shit hard. I thought you were saying you don't understand why I don't like coffee. No, I get not liking coffee. But I okay. I, um, I, I, don't know. I also saw a tweet that I can't accredit anything that said uh, things that are an acquired taste shouldn't be acquired um, because your body should not have Stockholm Syndrome about things that it doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Uh, maybe. Yeah, tastes change over time as well. That's true. I think that's why old people really love like mustard and onions because they just can't taste as well as they used to. Maybe that was just something more popular back when they were young, though. Maybe. Like Buicks? Like my grandma really likes cabbage. I love a good cabbage. Nah, what's wrong with you? Get out of here. (laughs) I mean, it tastes like farts, but I like it. Depending on how it's prepared, like stuffed cabbage is great. How do you stuff a cabbage? They're leaves. <laughs> you cutting into cabbage cordon bleu here? You have to cut in there and add some Swiss and ham? No, a stuffed cabbage is the thing. You get a single cabbage leaf and leaf, and then you like, it's like ground beef and tomatoes. Oh, so it's like a cabbage taco. Kind of, but it's all wrapped up and you cut into it. It's very good. It's very good. You don't like uh, you don't like sauerkraut. Nope. You don't like um, coleslaw. Nope. You don't like stuffed cabbage. <laughs> Definitely not. You know what else I don't like? What's that? Hand sanitizer. What? Uh, uh, what? Hand sanitizer. What don't you like about it? Uh, well, you know, you put it on and then you're eating something and you can taste it. Oh, it's no good. So that's true. Yeah. If you leave some hand sanitizer on your hands and you eat something, it's very gross. Well, the FDA is asking manufacturers of hand sanitizer to make it taste worse. Really? Yes. The so, FDA said. So the makers of Popov vodka are going to need to do something about the taste is what you're saying. Because <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, do you remember that thing? Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I remember a thing where, by the way, by the way, just that whole sentence. Do you remember that thing? Well, I don't know. Maybe you don't remember, but I remember a thing. That is all anxiety. <laughs> and it's all anxiety, and it's like lack of confidence. Anyway, do you remember that thing where um, they said you could pour vodka into a Brita filter? And that would filter out like the impurities, and you'd get I, better. Vodka. I do remember that. You yes. remember that? It's bullshit. I never, right? I never did it. Maybe now's the time because I didn't have the money to spend on fucking Brita filters. You know, maybe now's the time yeah, to that's pour the bad thing. vodka. Buying a fucking Brita filter, just buy better vodka. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. These things are like eight hundred dollars or something ridiculous. A Brita filter? Yeah, they're about maybe that. not like thirty bucks. But not a, not either a sponsor. way, they're like I don't know, a couple dollars. These days, I don't know. Uh, my friggin' filter on my fridge needs to replace. Terrible time. Oh, uh, are expensive too. They are. They are expensive. Yeah, just order it online, man. Yeah, I got it. Well, I have to because like uh, Home Depot was the only place we could get them. 
and they switch to this weird off-brand filter that I don't think is as good. So okay, got to find the other ones. I think last time we bought them on Amazon, not a not a sponsor. Yeah, you gotta gotta Amazon them. So Just look up yeah. the uh, look up the uh, the part number on the filter you have. Yeah, yeah. Fridge, you know, I think I can. If I bought it on Amazon, I can just find like my last order like a year ago. Yeah, and just like order it again. So, so people are like, "Oh, you shouldn't order stuff on Amazon anymore. You should support local businesses, like Home Depot, especially during these times." Yeah, I'm not supporting Home Depot, but it's like if you they're saying if you if you find a filter that you like, for example, just search the internet for that filter, and then you'll find like a website that might sell it. For a little more expensive, but you can order it from them, and then... And then I also have to take all of that time to do that bullshit. And then create an account, and then worry about them stealing your info, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nope. I call bullshit on it. Like I'm still ordering from Amazon, even though I hate capitalism. I mean, I will order from places local when it makes sense, when I can. But, I mean, right. most people are buying things not from local places anyway. I... I can't going imagine to Target, buying. You're going to Kroger. You're going to Home Depot. Yeah, like buying something from a local store online and having it shipped. I just don't. I just. I don't know. I never get no, it. No, no. I'm not going to have something shipped that's local. It's ridiculous. Right. I'm yeah. going to go get it. Just go pick it up. Right. Like I can't think of a anything really local. You got to support your well, local, like your local like refrigerator filter store. <laughs> What local refrigerator store? <laughs> you know, uh, so filters, grandpa, uh, you know, annarborfilters.com forward slash COVID-19. My grandpa used to always shop at the Willis Hardware store. Oh, yeah, yeah. Up there forever. Yeah. It's really way more expensive. That was a, as a uh, do-it-yourself store, right? Yeah, and it was like a, you know, like a small Ace Hardware style store. Yeah, yeah. Go in and but that was the, the brand. Stuff. It was like do-it or something. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. It was just called Willis Hardware, as far as I know. Right. So I remember going in with him a few times. Oh, man. Being, the, being in a hardware him. store with your grandpa is. Or I was. remember going to the. He took me down to the uh, Willis Feed store as well. Nice. Nice. Yep. Yep. What a, what a great experience. Being, remember being probably around five or six, and he had the tractor out. He wanted me to. You know, sit on his lap and we'd go on the tractor. And I was just like, mm, it scared me too much. Really? So I never did it. Oh, man. I I loved doing that with my grandpa and his wife at the time. They used to ride me around on the tractors and stuff. It was great. Mm. So the FDA said that additives to the alcohol used in the hand sanitizer is needed to make the product <laughs> more bitter and therefore less appealing to ingest, especially for young children or the president of the United States. I think you were about to say hand tonicizer. And <laughs> I don't I would not argue with you. I feel like hand tonicizer is a word because it's it flows off the tongue so easily. <laughs> like the guy I Get think I would say that if I were Martin Short from Father of the Bride. Oh yeah. Mr. Frock. Yeah. We appreciate industry's willingness to help supply alcohol-based sand, hands sand sanitizer <laughs> to the market to meet the increasing demand for these products and are grateful for their efforts, said FDA Commissioner Stephen M. Khan, MD. Oh, he's an MD. Or Dr. Khan. Dr. Khan. H-A-H-N. That's why I said it like that. 
Uh, according to the FDA, a small child ingested just a uh, sorry, a small child ingesting just a small amount of hand sanitizer may be potentially lethal because when they get that drunk, who knows what they're going to do? Because <laughs> they're going to buy way too much on Amazon, and their parents are going to kill them. Exactly, they're going to be watching all kinds of horrible YouTube videos. According to the, <laughs> well, they, they had to buy all that stuff so they could do unboxing videos. <laughs> The FDA emphasized the importance by stating hand sanitizer related calls to the National Poison Data System. Who calls this person? Last month increased by 79% compared to last year because... The poison okay. control number. Don't you have the poison control number listed somewhere? Uh, no. In case your kid eats something? I'll just look it up on the internet. It's right there. You don't have time. They could be like, you know, foaming at the mouth. What is the Washtenaw County Poison Control Center? I don't know. Just to confirm, you'd like to call Poison Control. Oh shit! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Siri. So apparently, it's a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> I guess so. Siri's like, "Whoa, this is serious. Yeah. We don't oh. have time to fuck around." Right. No time for me saying I don't understand what you just said. <laughs> right. Uh, the FDA is also concerned about hand sanitizer products being sold by some manufacturers during the COVID-19 panic with unproving claims. Well, a lot of um, – I believe a lot of distilleries are selling hand sanitizer. They're well, converting just from – Yeah, they're converting from like vodka or whatever to hand sanitizer, which I, I guess is a very small conversion. So the, the Ford plant up here near us is converting to uh, – Ventilators. Really? The one on uh, textile? Yes. Oh, good. Yep. They're going to be starting, I think, I'm not sure if they already started or they're going to start later this month or, I don't know, it seems kind of late. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of slow to respond. So the- Well, I mean, it takes time to like have to retool everything. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. The On textile, there is a, um, there's a UAW like- meeting hall whatever they call it yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and they or or mate wait maybe it's in front of that ford building anyway so they have these bronze statues out front there's one in front of the ford building and one at the union hall oh so i'm I'm thinking the same thing okay so the statues so normally bronze statues are like someone like doing a thing they're pointing and they're like riding a horse or they're like shooting someone these bronze (laughs) statues are standing around having a meeting Yep, yep, they're all shaking hands. Yeah. It's like a boss and a union worker and the union rep in the middle. Right. And I feel like uh, in, in I mean, it's, 40 it's years, day, right? you're going to have a, a bronze statue of a dude in, on a Zoom meeting. Like Googling in front something. Of, yeah, he's Googling something. He's got his laptop in front of him. He's got a business suit on, but like he's boxers from the waist down. And then there's going to be a big uproar because uh, people are going to want to tear down the the statue because it's just not appropriate anymore because you can see in a zoom meeting he's got busty college girl's foot <laughs> on his bookmark take it down it can't be part of our history <laughs> uh, so there you go i wonder if they're having the same I, I would like to see some data from poison control on uh drinking lysol or injecting bleach should i inject bleach siri here's what i found uh that would be a no. <laughs> I was driving along I-94 like you do when you're in the Southeast Michigan area or, you know, the entire United States, whatever. Driving along and on an 
Uh, so they have these like um, not an overpass, but like it's a walking path or sidewalk that goes up over the highway. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. someone has hung a big banner that says "Don't drink bleach," <laughs> and it's 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 so appropriate for our time. Uh, it's so there was all these jokes I've seen people posting of things they posted on Twitter in like 2016 about you know drinking bleach to own the libs, mm-hmm. and and it's like wow, you know, they're four really years ago the libs now. Yeah, you showed us <laughs> right. Well, you know what I say, help yourself. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. So it's, um, you know, springtime. Yeah, yeah that's true. And it's getting warmer out. And yeah, that I is think also true. I, I, I think it's almost summer, actually. At this point, it's May. It's like a month and a half. Yeah. So maybe we should do some uh, Yahoo answers on some home and garden kind of things. You know? Well, it would help because we can commemorate that now long crews can go back to work today. That's right. Yeah. In Michigan. Yeah. And so I guess they can put their AK 47s away. <laughs> yeah. And Stop. now that I don't have my own lawn, uh, I feel like I should spread my knowledge to other people's lawns. So that they will be able to have a better lawn or something. Right. Well, since you know so much, Jeff, uh, mower height? Uh, one and a half inches. Jason, yes. what what kind of flower is this? Uh, a white flower. Jeff, why is it that some people have their own lawn service and don't use the lawn service their neighbors use? Uh, <laughs> that is a good question. I believe it's because... We live in a capitalist society where you can choose your own lawn service and not have to use what your neighbors use because their service might be shitty or expensive or whatever. I mean, as a person who has a lawn service, yeah, that also like neighbors use different lawn. Like when my one neighbor doesn't use lawn service at all, he's out there every day doing his lawn. Uh, right. As I mentioned previously, uh, in many many episodes, uh, but there are other people who use lawn service. I don't know who the fuck they use. So it seems like when their lawn service is out there, this I think this is how the boomers think that things work. You go out there and you're like, hello, I would also like my lawn cut. Can you cut me a deal? When you're cutting his lawn, cut my lawn at the same time. And then you're just going to be out here anyway. And they'll, they'll say, no, we don't do that. <laughs> and then you go mean, back inside and cry. No, I, I, mean, I think I, that's I, how I, things work. I feel that is how they think it works. Like I would see them out there. I'd walk up to him and be like, hey, you know, what do you charge for, you know, doing a lawn? Yeah, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks under the table so you can uh, mow my grass too over here. Or even right? if it's like above the table, like, yeah, you know, because they're always looking for new customers, I'm sure. Right. They can do two lawns without having to travel between. Like I know the lawn crew we use, uh, a house kind of kitty corner behind us uses them as well. Okay. Uh, so I always know like. If I see their mo- lawn getting mowed, I'm like, oh, they're going to be at our house in like 15 minutes. Right. Because they just like come across and then they do our lawn. Um, and so then the truck just pulls around to our street so that they don't like they can get from their backyard to our backyard without having to like drive. But the truck just has to like swoop around. Right. Um, so, you know, I could go to, you know over to some neighbor and be like, hey, who does the lawn? And like it's just too much work. So maybe you are getting a deal. 
No, it, no, I'm not getting a deal. But it seems like your your HOA would have like a preferred lawn care contractor. That yeah, would, we're not. That they would, don't do anything like that. They should. They should give a. I don't know. They should give a deal on it. Anyway, Jeff. Yes. Is it safe to use Roundup? No, Jason. Can it actually? Okay, so let's get into it. So Roundup causes cancer, I believe. But and it could kill coronavirus. So it could kill if you inject it right into the lungs. If you spray all your produce when you get home with Roundup, <laughs> you know coronavirus. Well, maybe there'd be something like there could be a light inside the body or there could be a Roundup inside the body and you have weeds growing. I've got dandelions growing in my lungs. And so I'll spray the dandelions and the bunnies won't eat them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jason, can I test uh-huh. my lawn soil myself? I mean, did you give it a study guide? Jeff, can you make what can you make with fresh radishes? <laughs> Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> uh, what can you make with fresh radishes? Well, you can make a radish salad, you can make a radish stew, or um, you can make doozer sticks. <laughs> you could make a uh, radish um, creole, radish salad, radish kebabs. Thank you, Bubba. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like Bubba, the Bubba Gump Radish Company. Jason, <laughs> if my tree branch curves into neighbor's side, is that really, quote, in his property? Unquote, question mark. I mean, all right, so it's in all caps, so clearly he's dealing with a boomer. Clearly. <laughs> yes. So I would say they think they own everything, so yeah, probably. Correct. You know, and back in their age, a tree branch could go to college on just the summer jobs. <laughs> Jeff, just, what's the average? You just have to dress up and go to the college directly. You go to the there. lawn crew and you say, "Hey, you know, can you can you do our yard for a uh, for a discount?" But you have to be wearing a suit and tie in the boomer world to get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what's the average cost of a lawnmower fix? Uh, well, the average would have to be anywhere between nothing and six trillion dollars. Jason, I, mean, I don't get my lawnmower fix. I just go until it doesn't work and then I'll just buy a new one. If your lawnmower stops working, you go out there and you punch him in the face and tell him <laughs> Yeah, but you gotta be wearing a suit. <laughs> you have to be. Jason, mm-hmm. what would happen if I tried to start a lawnmower that doesn't have any oil in it? Um. Well, then I guess you're just you know, gonna need to I don't know. I, okay. I Thanks it. for that. I, I was going to make a joke about <laughs> cooking without oil, but I couldn't think of what I would say then. Well, I I think you're spot on for the whole podcast. Well, thanks. I'm really hoping you're going to ask me this this question that I'm looking at right now. Uh, yes. Jeff, what does half as many mean? God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Jeff, how many yards of material is this? No, it's the the one above it. Jeff, are pine trees good for firewood? No. Here's why. Okay, so there's a lot of sap in pine, and mm-hmm. you you can burn it outside, and that's fine for firewood. But you shouldn't okay. burn it in a fireplace because that sap could attach itself to the sides of your chimney, and then that could mm. start a house fire. And chimney fire. Very important that you, you have your chimney cleaned or inspected at least once a year, and so you won't um, light things on fire in your own home. Yes. You need a good certified chimney sweep, Mary Poppins. 
So, mm-hmm. that was horrible, by the way. That whole thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> our music? podcast? No, the music that you just heard. <laughs> oh, okay, It was like okay. from, I think it was from like a Mary Poppins musical thing that's like live and it was featuring Dick Van Dyke, but obviously he wasn't in that part. Like a reunion? Yeah, like some sort of reunion. Tard. Okay, so when amputee Shreya mm-hmm. Sidanawanga was offered new hands, the Indian student did not hesitate, even though they were big, dark, and hairy, and once belonged to a man. I okay, think are they talking she, about hands or dicks? I think I think she really wanted some man hands on her her entire <laughs> life. Well, she was like, well, now when I masturbate, it's going to feel like, you know, I have a boyfriend. Right. So she doesn't have to do that thing where you sit on your hand and make it go numb. <laughs> they just always are. To feel like someone's doing it. Yeah, yeah, they're always numb. It always feels like someone else is doing it. She like, ah, I don't know. It's going to make a joke, but I was like, nope, she has two two man hands. I was going to make a joke about like using one hand to hold the other hand. And, oh, yeah. No, both hands are men. And hands. then take a picture of it on and put it on Instagram. Like, you know, just hanging out with my boy. <laughs> Bay caught me slipping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm very glad that... That that whole Bay thing has uh, gone to the wayside. Me too. Me too. Definitely. Uh, however, in 2016, Miss Sedanawanga, I'm not pronouncing that correct, Sidan, Sidana Gauda, then 18, was involved in a bus accident that crushed both of her arms. Very sad. The delay mm-hmm. in getting first aid meant that both of her arms had to be amputated below the elbow. Also so wait, she has sad. hands right below her elbow? <laughs> my hands are below my elbow. No, no, right below. No, I've got four you, arms. You've got no. You have two arms. <laughs> only two hundred six. <laughs> only two hundred successful hand transplants have taken place worldwide, including nine in India since the first one in the United States in nineteen ninety nine. You, you had that teed up so I, fast. Here's the thing: I did not. That was it seems not like you did whatsoever. <laughs> Okay, so 200 successful hand transplants. That's interesting because I didn't know one had happened. So that's great. The biggest well, hopefully problem. hopefully they come in pairs. <laughs> Maybe they I don't. Mean, what if you only need one hand? I, I guess, yeah. I Lend guess me a helping hand. I, the biggest problem. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen there's, a, there's a comic out there, uh, The Hamburger Helper Hand. No, I've never seen this comic. So so there's, you know, the hamburger helper hand, right? Uh, Yeah. And so there's like a comic and it's like the hamburger helper hand. And then it's like an x-ray of him. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. I thought there was like a whole comic series. <laughs> no, no. It's just one little thing. Okay. It's more like a meme than a comic, I think. No, it's... What even is a there, meme there, there's these days? Single, uh, I feel like a meme is when you take something that's... Is part of something larger and cut it into something, like the hamburger helper hand. No, like a clip from a, like a a screenshot from a movie, and then you like put some text on it. We like should the, do this whole thing where we act like we're not old and try to explain what memes are. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait a minute. Okay, first of all, I think the term meme was invented in like the 60s or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Do you so, remember back yeah. in the day people used to call it like mames or maymays? Mamies. Because they'd only seen it written. They'd never seen it, like heard it like out loud. So a meme is a ver- virally transmitted fo- photograph that is embellished with text that pokes fun at a cultural symbol or social idea. There's basically nothing, what I was trying to say. There's nothing more old, dude, than reading a definition of something. You're right. You're right. Because young people are just going to stupidly try to say something and not know what the fuck they're talking about. Exactly. Like we did in the old And episode. old people are smart enough to look it up and find out what they're actually talking about. Like Icon has cheeseburger. <laughs> or yes. failblog.org. I... Yes. I you suppose know? those memes. Yeah. So I would keep going with the episode if you would switch back. Oh, there we go. Okay, so only you said that already. The biggest problem was finding a donor. For cultural reasons, Indian families are often reluctant for the hands of their loved ones to be made available after their death. I wonder why that is. They just don't want to hand them over. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, As a result, those seeking transplants are so desperate that they don't mind if the hands are from different genders. Okay. said Dr. Iyer, a specialist in reconstructive surgery. So I guess I wouldn't care either if my hand was like woman hands and like not not even in like a sexual <laughs> way. Right. But I wouldn't care if I had hands that worked. Yeah, that would be much better than not having hands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if then, your choice is like hands or no hands. Yeah. Hands. That makes me wonder why there's so many people with like prosthetic hands and stuff nowadays. If they've got to say. It's hands down the best choice. Yeah. <laughs> now, her new hands have not only become more slender. What? She, she got, got Odo hands? She got man, so she got man hands transplanted that were uh, hairier and darker, they said, right? But now mm. her new hands have not only become more slender, but also changed color to match her skin tone mystifying the doctors who carried out the 13-hour transplant. Oh, uh, it's probably because they came from beta mans. <laughs> beta man hands. Uh, he had he had chick hands anyway. Like, he was like, he couldn't even play cricket or whatever. <laughs> Dr. Ayer said the color of Miss Sedana Gouda's hands quickly began to show a lot of change. It could be because of MSH, a brain-controlled hormone that stimulates melanin production. We are wondering if MSH levels can really influence the skin color. Well, whatever's happening, I've seen pictures, and she still looks like she has man hands. Yeah, those are man hands. She could. They may be more slender, but they're yeah. they're man hands. She could definitely break a lobster in half with those hands. <laughs> or like. <laughs> So well, they change color. They might change to green. <laughs> My favorite part about that Seinfeld episode, by the way, is mm. um, she's like, "Oh, let me open that beer for you," and she opens it, and he just like Jerry says under his breath, "It's not a twist off." <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good times, good stuff indeed. Uh, well, speaking of good times, okay, or a lack of. Or just time in general. The Swedish city of Lund 
yeah. is spreading chicken manure in its central park in an effort to deter crowds gathering for a festival. Okay. So I'm so glad that the United States is not the only country that has to deter people gathering. <laughs> don't they know there's a coronavirus going around? Well, I don't think this is from corona times necessarily. Really? Uh, whoops. Tens of thousands of people usually descend on Southern City to celebrate Walpurgis Night which is marked across Scandinavia, but officials want to keep people away because of the coronavirus outbreak. So I retract my previous statement. Apparently, when you created the slide, you didn't read anything that was in it. Okay. Uh, slight, uh, first off, shout out to my wife uh, for doing the second half of the slides for me. Holy I shit. Had, really? I, I had to go deliver groceries to my grandma. Okay. And okay. I didn't have time to finish the last... A uh, couple slides. And so while I was gone, she took care of it for us. Wow. She, we've always so, talked about bringing her on as a producer. Uh, she did some excellent producing. The slides have been fantastic. They've been great. Uh, yeah. But that is why I wasn't sure what date the story was from. So this will be good if she keeps doing this. And I know she won't uh, because you'll do, <laughs> you'll do it. <laughs> but if she kept doing it, then we... <laughs> Because I'm surprised every week by what's in these stories. <laughs> like, and I'm surprised never. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because I, I, a lot of times I do the research and I send stories to you, but then you like write them up and stuff. But a lot of times I will only read either the headline or like the first paragraph, as most news readers do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know what's happening in like mid or end of the story. So that's that's fantastic. So we'll be on the same playing field if she keeps yes. doing it. There you go. We won't know where the story's going. By the way, there is no lockdown in Sweden where data show most people have taken to voluntary social distancing. I think how libertarian. I know. I think in these countries, social distancing is just the norm. So, I don't know because it seems like in in Europe, uh, they like go out to eat more. Yeah, they like go more. Um, public transportation more sure. like i feel like they do a lot more like i feel like we're much more individualistic yeah i think we are but i think in in some cultures in europe especially like sweden and like uh the the you know the vikings type cultures they keep their distance more than we do in general interesting yeah. we should get a scandinavian on the they have a bigger social bubble Right? Is that what that so uh, uh, personal space, personal bubble, whatever they call it? I don't know any Scandinavians. I'm trying but, to think if no, I I knew some German exchange students, but not Scandinavians. Is that right? Uh actually, there might be. We may have had a exchange student from Sweden. Okay, I knew an exchange Sorry. student from Germany who was named Zuzana. Which there's too many Z's in that name. Just just stop yourself. So, I mean, I feel like the Z doesn't get enough uh, time. I disagree. It is a, a useless. It is a useless letter, even though we use the sound many times. I just did it like maybe four times in that sentence that was broken. <laughs> but the Z sound is used, but we don't actually like say the Z. Where it's it needs to be, but like Susanna, yeah. because the the I don't think the Germans say Z like Z, they say it like Sa. So there's like still Susanna, right? Who the fuck knows? 
Susanna? I don't know anything about anything. We should get a linguist on here. Yeah. We should get a Swedish linguist. Swedish, like a cunning Swedish linguist. Indeed. Lund could very well become an epicenter for the spread of coronavirus on the last night in April. If you don't don't read this like the Swedish chef, why even read it? I don't know if I can read it like this. I can give it a try. Please do. Perfect. <laughs> the chairman of the local council's environmental committee, Gustav Lundbald, Lundblad, wow. told the Sedsvensken newspaper. Sure. I think it sounds right. Sidesvenskin? Sidesvenskin. I don't know what... So this guy's last name is Lundblad. I don't know what Blad means, but Lund is the name of that town. How cool was it to live (laughs) in a town where your last name is it? (laughs) It's like if my... It's probably like, you know, if I were Ipsy Ipsy scene. (laughs) I was going to say Ypsilantisburg. (laughs) Uh, Defending the decision to spread a ton of chicken manure in the park, he said... We've got to get the opportunity of the fertilizing in the lawn, and at the same time, it's just drinking so much, and then I sit and drink a beer. <laughs> it's the best thing we've ever done on this show. <laughs> <laughs> in 90-some-odd episodes, that's the best thing we've ever done. The best, Jerry. The best. My daughter uh, says, uh, so I'm sitting on the couch. What, what's say. her name? I will not say it on the air or on, on the air, on the internet. Uh, she says, as soon as my feet hit the ground, I start singing. And it's true. Every time I'm sitting on the couch, my feet hit the ground, I start singing a song. It just whatever song is in my head at the time, I start singing it. I don't know why I started saying this even. Oh, because I also like sing in different accents and shit. And like, <laughs> so I'll sing in like a Swedish accent. Oh. Okay, okay. So I'll get up and be like, I just took a new new toast turn zoot. Aim 100% suit. Doot mooch. Bort, bort. Like Luzo. Am I right? <laughs> that was so bad. Did you know that uh, AI can write music? I did not know that. That is yes. weird, wild stuff. It can. There are AIs out there writing music. They write uh, news stories. They. And sometimes I've seen a few and I'm like, ooh, this is AI because like some of the word choices are just a little bit off. Oh, yeah. And you can't tell if it's like AI or just like, you know, badly translated from some other language. At, well, no, it's because it's like it's a, it's like an AP story or it's like it's something that shouldn't have a translation issue. Right. Um. But yeah, like AI is doing all sorts of crazy things out there right now. They are indeed, including uh-huh. inventing things, I think. I mean, music, that's inventing things, right? Based on the two sentences at the beginning of this story that I read. <laughs> <laughs> An artificial intelligence system has been refused the right to two patents in the United States after ruling only natural persons, quote unquote, could be inventors. The oh. U.S. Patent and Trademark Office rejected two patents where the AI system Dabus or Dabus or Dabus Dabus was Dabus. listed as the inventor in a ruling on Monday. I can't believe they're ruling on things still. Well, you know, in, they're doing it. Well, this... we've, we've done stories. They're doing it from home. 
because there's that one judge who was like, you damn kids, put oh, some yeah. clothes on. <laughs> oh, that's right. So the, the judge must have ruled this like in his underpants laying down on his couch. Well, he had his robes on, I'm sure. Oh, well, that's good. Not his like court robes, just his regular robes. <laughs> It's just a bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, U.S. patent law had previously only specified eligible inventors had to be individuals, uh, but now it has to be a natural person. So this this AI system, Davis, designed interlocking food containers that are easy for robots to grasp. Seems very hmm. self-serving. Yeah. And a warning light that flashes in a hard-to-ignore rhythm. What's <laughs> a hard to ignore rhythm? Like just boop, boop, boop is just like you'll ignore that, but it's like boop, 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 boop. Like you're like, oh, what's going on over there? That's something's wrong. It does it in Morse code. Is the Benny Hill theme? I I appreciate the Benny Hill theme. Thank you. I wish I had it just like on on tap at any moment where I could just like play it instantly. Right. It's very hard to ignore the Benny Hill theme, by the way. <laughs> uh, its creator, physicist and AI researcher Stephen Thaler, had argued that because he had not helped it with the inventions, it would be inaccurate to list himself as the inventor. Wow. But did he invent the AI? Because then... Well, he didn't invent AI. You can't patent artificial intelligence, but can you patent Is... the code... That develops that artificial intelligence. I think you can, right? Here, here's another question: Is he a white guy? If so, they've been stealing people's technology for years and claiming it was their own. That's true. His name is Stephen Thaler, and I hate to make any any suppositions here, but I think he's white. Somebody's gonna look it up. <laughs> so just okay. So here's the thing. Uh, have we talked about the Mandela effect on the podcast? I, I believe we have. We have. So yes. I always thought that would the, it be a Mandela effect to think that we have and then have it, and we remember that we have, but we never did. Yeah, it would be because anything is a Mandela effect. Uh, incidentally, I did a Google search for Stephen Thaler, and Very, every Stephen Thaler that came up is a a boomer aged white dude. Very so, white. Yeah. So I always thought that Eli Whitney, the inventor of the cotton gin, was black. I can see him in my brain in the history books that say he's like the picture of him. I can picture him and he's black and he's wearing like this kind of suit thing. And his hair is sort of like um, it kind of looks like Betty White's hairstyle, if you know what I'm saying. It's like puffy on the sides (laughs) and like. Combed flat on the top. Yeah, yeah, the Betty White. Eh? He had the Betty White back before Betty White was Betty White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see him in my mind that he was a he was a black guy, and then turns out Eli Whitney's a white guy. No, but he stole the invention from most likely one of the slaves on his plantation. I'm sure, definitely. If by the way, of our listeners that are still listening, if you want to go down like a really cool rabbit hole. Look up the Mandela effect online, and it's amazing. It's got, like, the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> Were they Jewish or weren't they? <laughs> and it has Nelson Mandela. Did he die in the 90s or did he no. die in the 2000s? Died in the 2000s. Yeah, but a lot of people remember him dying in the 90s. Well, a lot of people remember lots of things. The European Patent Office 
had seen a surge in AI-driven filings, according to Powell Gilbert, LLP intellectual property law specialist, Penny Gilbert. Not a sponsor. AI is fast-evolving field set to revolutionize many industries and raise many untested issues around patentability and ownership of inventions that are made using it, she told the BBC. Okay, I don't know what that means, uh, but unfortunately, Data cannot invent things now. I mean, does his daughter that he invented belong to someone else then? Ooh, Commander Maddox. And does Data belong to himself? Oh, is he sentient? Can he make his own decisions? Or is he property of Starfleet? Find out next time on Star Trek The Next Generation. Perfect. So, Jason, what did we learn today? We learned that there's something wrong here. Yeah, we learned there's something very wrong here. I pasted these. Did you? Yeah, I did. That's okay. I always uh, do the first and the end. All right, we learned <laughs> that the United States has decided that AI can't own anything. They're just going to steal whatever they invent and say some white guy did it instead. That sounds fantastic. We also learned uh, that Jason does not know about all of the stories beforehand. <laughs> and we learned... If a, oh. if a Swedish chicken shits in a park, is there anyone around to hear it? Does it still uh, shit or something? I don't know. I mean, would you even tell by eating all the like fermented shark fin? Or I don't know. What do Scandinavians eat? Scandinavians? Uh, I'm thinking Iceland. Iceland does the fermented shark fin. They do, yeah, because that's pretty much all they have. Like yes. if you catch a shark and you can't eat it all, you got to do something with the rest of yeah. it. Fermented. And you, you're saving the fins for last because you're just like, nah. Of course, yeah. I want the good part first. Uh, we learned that... Yeah, the that, tasty brains. <laughs> we learned that if you have man hands, uh, it's better than having no hands, and they might get a little more thinner and change to your skin color. Might turn into woman hands. We also learned that uh, hand sanitizer is delicious and also is Papa vodka. And we learned don't bookmark, bookmark your porn and then do a Zoom lesson. My thing is, I've never bookmarked or saved a porn in my life. If I don't remember the name, if it wasn't good enough for me to remember the title of the porn, <laughs> I don't need to go back to it. You know, what, like the, <laughs> you just check the Academy Awards for porn. Exactly. Yeah. Does Do they it, have that? Do does they it, have like? Yeah, they have the the what is it called the? Um, I the, don't know. I'm just in learning about this right now. Not the pornies, but there is a a. <laughs> The hornies? The porn. Well, there is an award for pornography. I know that there is because I've seen it. I haven't seen the show. But I've seen uh, it the, talked the about. The AVN Awards. The AVN Awards? Film, film awards sponsored and presented by the American Adult Video Industry Trade Magazine, AVN, to recognize achievement in various aspects of the creation and marketing of American pornographic movies. <laughs> They're often called the Oscars of porn. Nice. So I, I looked up Wikipedia list of pornographic film awards, and then in the United States, by itself, the AVNs, there's the Blatino Erotica Awards, the Dave Awards, the Gayvian Awards, the Gay Erotic Video Awards, the Golden Dickie Awards, the Grabby Awards, the Hard Choice, the Pornhub, 
the Probe slash Men in Video Awards, and the X-Rated Critics Organization. So this award that I okay, so first of all, the the I feel like we're gone straight into the after credits right now. Yeah, hold on. Let's um let's play the theme music, and then we'll get to it in a second. Okay, we're good now. Go ahead. So they've got like 800 categories, like best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, male performer of the year, female performer of the year, male foreign performer of the year and female foreign uh, director, best new starlet, best director, uh, best non-sex performer, (laughs) (laughs) cinematography. Oh, yeah, that is important in the point. Best all sex video. What? best renting title of the year best selling title of the year best film best video feature best foreign feature best tease performance best all-girl sex scene best all-girl feature best newcomer gay video best bisexual video best gay like this list goes on and on and on. look like it's ridiculous now okay so they've even got a list of like recent lip this so i'm on wikipedia right now okay and they've got a list with like actors. I I want to see the best. What did I say? Non-sex performer. What was that? Well, I you know let's maybe look it up one day, not today. Best non-sexual performer. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, so are they counting like every video that's got get it gets uploaded to Pornhub or porn or you you porn or whatever, or are they just counting like? F- Videos that are released to DVD or Blu-ray or whatever it is these days? I have no idea. And the Wikipedia page does not necessarily say. There, so there is uh, a lot of, um, I think, in the movie industry, a lot of like uh, movie theaters are upset that things like the Trolls sequel were released directly to Video On Demand. Instead of released to the theaters, and so the the theaters once they reopen are not going to play the things that were released to video on demand directly in their yeah, theaters so like as like trolls a, and yeah. um, uh, onward yeah the Pixar movie so they're specifically not playing those because they I don't know they feel slighted or something I don't know let's see well this says the awards are divided into one hundred categories wow it must be a long um, awards show. Right? <laughs> well. That's what she said. Let's <laughs> uh, see. First ceremony was in 84. 1984? Yeah, since 2008, the ceremony has aired in a form edited for time on Showtime. Is that right? Which is usually broadcast in a 90-minute time slot. So are they, like, showing clips like they do at the Oscars? Like. Maybe they are. 90 Minute Time Slot is actually the name of a movie that I've seen one time. 